You know, when I first started this, I said to myself, self, it's going to take you a while to learn how to do this and get comfortable behind the mic by yourself, not having somebody to bounce anything off of. And uh, you know what? It took me about a week, about a week to get in here and just talk and talk to you. And I'm shocked by that. Oh, look, Bob's here. Fat. Oh, wait a minute. He means first. See, Bob loves a good fat joke. That's Bob. I tell you what, Bob. Bob, my co-host of the Boomer Bunker, he loves himself a good fat. At my expense, always, always at my expense. So, uh, all right. So, what are we doing today? Well, I promised elevator stories, and I have a few for later on. That's how I'm going to end. I'm going to end the show with some elevator stories. Because right now, the Daily Wire came out with something today that I have to tell you, I have not been as excited to see a movie since Top Gun 2 Maverick was supposed to come out. I mean, I waited years. It was supposed to come out right before COVID, and then it, COVID hit, and it, w- it didn't make it to the theaters, and it was like two years before it finally came out. And that movie actually drugged me out of my but basement bunker and to a movie theater, which I haven't been to in years to watch that movie, um, Top Gun Maverick. And I thought it was a good movie. I don't know, but I don't know what anybody else thought, but I, I enjoyed it. So now today I look and the daily wire is coming out with a movie called lady bowlers. And I was like, what is this? I don't ever heard about this before. Well, Let me just show you the trailer. Let's go with the trailer. In a world where women's sports is being transformed, the Daily Wire calls foul with the most triggering comedy of the year. Guys, this is serious. What's going to be your pathway to a better life? Well, like yours? Please don't steal my catalytic converter again. Winning matters. It's the key ingredient to becoming a winner. You need to try it sometime. Are you going to move? I am not. Let's talk to the sis. I know you're not a woman. Look at how he identifies. If you could be. What do you know about the U.S. Opens for the Global Cans? You want us to compete as one. $5,000 prices. My lover says you were a great coach back in the day. Join. This is the way the world is now. My eight-year-old daughter told me all about it. So a guy can become a girl with no physical changes at all. Oh, that's called gender fluid. So I can be a woman on the court and a man in the bedroom. I can't believe it's nice. You mean when you're scribbling? Like, yes. Like coach? Alex. We could play basketball. We have to get the whole team back together. It's in time. We're in. I'm in. I'm in to learn. Lady Baltus. Mind up. Like a girl. That's why I'm with her. Day one of seeing a girl athlete. <laughs> I love being a girl. Two sheroes. 
we could dominate every woman's sport. Running, swimming, soccer. I said sport, Felix. But it's latest basketball, boys. Nobody watches. Excuse me. Are these seats open? <laughs> ne never mind. Get it, jump. Kentucky trucks. By goodness. In most she did it. That's the biggest I've ever seen on a lady. Lady ballers. One can even be trans aged now. It provides Sheelix with a wonderful opportunity to relive all the experiences that she missed out on in school. Streaming exclusively on Daily Wire Plus December 1st. All right, so that is... I'm telling you what, I can't wait to see that movie because it's a good old-fashioned comedy. Now, I'm going to say it's like Porky's kind of like Animal House slapstick. And so I was watching some of the interviews today. He was... Uh, Jeremy was on Ben Shapiro's show today, and he was also on the um, uh, Patrick Bet Davis podcast talking about this. And they threw this together in like 90 days. They shot this whole thing. Now, here's the issue. They wanted to get like real actors. They wanted to get actors and nobody would take a part because this is making fun of transgender, trans, transgenderism. So no, they couldn't get any, even guys that were conservative that had been canceled would not take a part in this movie. So basically, Jeremy had to play the leading role. They got Every they have cameos by everybody from the Daily Wire in there. The other two guys are from a podcast that they have a sports podcast. Can't remember the name of it right now, but they did their best to try to get somebody in there, uh, actors that could probably do a better job. Nobody would work on it, which tells you that Hollywood and the left, this is their religion. In other words, you can make fun of anything else. But you cannot make fun of transgenders, which means the forbidden fruit is the sweetest, right? I mean, if you're going to make fun of something, the forbidden fruit is... That's like when you were a kid and you were like 12 years old and you just turn around and you would go, fuck. And everybody would go, oh my God. Because this the forbidden fruit. You can't make fun of it. It's beyond making fun of it. Okay. So the second thing is that I would think that this movie would make more money in the theaters. And on the Patrick Bet Davis podcast, they, they asked that question. And Jeremy said, not only that they can't get a movie theater, even though they, they're in trouble financially, they couldn't get a movie theater to pick this up. Like, no movie theater would show this. I can kind of understand why, because I can't wait for the left to melt down over this movie. Kind of like how they met, uh, melted down over, you know, what is a woman? I can't wait for him to melt down over this. And uh, he said it cost $7 million to make. They, I think they shot it in like 90 days or something like that. And they put it all together and it's coming out December 1st and it's on Daily Wire Plus. Now, I used to be a Daily Wire Plus member about a year and a half ago. And uh, I just didn't really see any benefit of 
I got everything for free. Why am I paying th for this? I signed up for a year. I signed up for a year just for this movie, just to see, just to support them making movies, making comedy again. Let's see what happens. Uh, we got something. Four Leaf in New Hampshire says, didn't John Knoxville do this with The Ringer in 2005? I don't know. I don't, I don't know anything about that movie. So we'll see what happens. And um, Elevator Stories, please, says, I wonder if they'd let you as a part of a private show, a screening. Well, I mean, I'll have it December 1st. It'll be like I can go to the Daily uh, Wire's website and maybe I could do a Discord showing. Could I? Would that be a, is that possible? Maybe. I don't hate the idea. I'll tell you that right now. The trailer had 20 million views in 48 hours. The Hollywood trades won't even write about this movie. Like they, they wrote about, you know, what is a woman? And they won't even give this thing a wreck. Everybody wants to ignore it and hope it goes away. You know what happens when people ignore things and hope they go away? They just get bigger and bigger because now it's a country. Well, I got to see it. I see what's going on here. What? I mean, what is this movie about? Uh, I, I honestly, I can't wait to see it. Just the fact that they got Andrew Clavin saying, that's the biggest dick I've ever seen. That to me is just worth the price of admission right there because he's, <laughs> I mean, I, I don't know. I, to me, like I, I watch, like I know all the players at the Daily Wire. So for me to watch this, you know, for me to see them in this movie, I think it's a great job. And I'll tell you another thing. From what I see from the trailer, Jeremy Boring seems to be a pretty good actor. He was talking about that one scene where she said, are you going to go away? And he said, no. And she tased him and he fell and he hit his head. They said, did you actually, was that you or was that CGI? He says, no, that was me. And I had to do that take over 30 times because your body will not allow you to commit to just let your head hit a table. Like for some reason, you, you'll stop. He says, so after about the 27th time, he said, well, guess I'm going to have to do this or I'm going to have to do it another 30 times. So he finally just let his head hit the table. Uh, there's that one scene where the woman, the guy picks the wrestling scene where the guy picks the woman up and slams her down on her back. That was an actual stunt person. That was done like 27 times, even though she had like a flak jacket on or something, you know, like an armor shell to protect it. It's still got to hurt. I was watching uh, the foot, you know, what was it? Sunday's football game with the with the Bills and the uh, Eagles. And there's a couple of times these guys go up for these passes, and they go up and they grab this ball and they they hold on to it. And they know that not only are they get hit by another guy, they know these guys are going to come down and they're going to hit the ground. And I know that's got to hurt in the rain, in the cold, and they hold on to that ball. I mean, damn, that is oh. That's got, I mean, just to be able to do that, that's that's manning up. So anyhow, it's going to be uh, it's going to be out Friday. Can't wait to see it. To be honest with you. So I kind of looked around on Twitter today to see if there's anybody opposing the the movie, and uh, there's some there's some right out now. There's some out there right now. Uh, this one tweet from um, Christopher Walker says, granted, Daily Wire Plus can make whatever content they want, but Lady Ballers looks just gross. When it comes to comedy, the best humor punches up, not down. 
wait a minute there, Christopher. Are you saying transgender people are less than? Is that what you're saying? Are they less than the people that, uh, that people that are, what you call? Oh, I'm sorry. Normal. Normal people? Is that what, is you're saying that transgender is less than normal people? Kind of think that's what you're saying. You're saying that they're punching down and not up. Because what I understand, if you talk to, you got to celebrate. We got parades and this and, oh, Jesus. We have beer cans made after transgender people. So they're just, the, the, they're the best. So actually, the Daily Wire is punching up. Am I wrong? I don't know. See what happens. But uh, listen, if you don't like this movie, you're one of two things. Well, first of all, you have no sense of humor. And second of all, you're part of the problem. Just go go and laugh at something, will you? Go and laugh. It's, if you were transgender, just go laugh at it yourself. Here's the other thing. Ladies, men have been trying to protect you from this from when it started. And you're on their side now. It's like the uh, gays for uh, Palestine. It's kind of dumb because they're coming, you know, these gays, if Palestine ever takes over and they're like, oh, we support you, they'll invite them to a um, rooftop party and they'll be part of the entertainment. See how far they can fly. So, but uh, yeah, I'm excited about that. To me, the best part of this whole thing is when it comes out to watch the left lose their ever loving mind, to watch everybody in the mainstream media once this starts to take off, that they'll they'll start talking about it and how horrible it is, and you know it's transphobic and get out of here, stop it, stop it. Um. There's another thing that I've been watching and really enjoying, and I think I would, but it's the Frasier reboot. I was a fan of Frasier back when it was, what was that, 20, 20 something years ago. And they have a reboot now. It's on Paramount Plus. And the writing's good and it's funny. And there's eight episodes out right now. And it has a good premise. And I, I'm enjoying it. Now they said it's only supposed to be a limited run, but to be honest with you, I think it's good. They're going to they're pick it up again. We'll see. It's good. It's really good. So if you got Paramount Plus, give it a watch. I really thought it was pretty good. All right, let's get to some of the chat here. Uh, this movie's getting out is about as realistic as the '80s prequel to Dodgeball movie called Smear the Queers. I didn't see Smear the Queers either. You know what? Wasn't that it? Wasn't Taj Bahat one time called Spear the Queers? Is that, do I remember that right? Did that just, like, I think that jogged a, like a little morsel of my memory of playing Smear the Queers. I, I do think that was a game back in the 80s, late 70s. Hey, look at Nick. Look who showed up. Hey, Nick. Nice to see you, buddy. Glad to see you. I don't know. I don't know what I like better. I don't like. I don't know if I like the the movie coming out or or the Bills cr- fans still crying about losing to the Eagles. Boy, I tell you, they are really giving the refs a business over this. They think that it was. Uh, they, they think that they got screwed by the referees because of betting on football. Betting on football is why the Bills lost because there's no reason they should have lost that game, except for when the guy went right instead of left and threw the ball and missed it touchdown and 
you know, the Eagles scoring three touchdowns and three drives, you know, stuff like that. And then coming down, you know, and then after they get a field goal in overtime, driving right back down the field and then scoring a touchdown, that stuff, you know. But besides that, who was the refs? I don't know. Could be. So anyhow, yeah, if you're listening to this as an audio podcast, I'll have the link in the show notes for the YouTube video to, so you can go see the uh, the trailer for Lady Balls. I want a Lady Balls t-shirt, to be quite honest with you. Another thing that's annoying me right now are the road protesters. These are the people that are for uh, this, you know, no oil, no oil. Just go out and they sit in the street and then they hold up people until finally somebody comes by and drags them out. I love it when a community comes together to take out the trash together, especially when there's trash lying around in the street. We got to do our part as a community and as our part in the world to continue to take the trash off the street. Now, we know sometimes Glenn will blow that trash back in, scrape. You know, you can't always get all of it, but we can always do our part to take that trash and throw it where it belongs, possibly to land. This, this lady grabs the other lady by the hair and just drags her right out of the street. I like this right here. This, I approve. I approve of this message right here. Fill or a trash bin or on the side of the road. Keeping the trash off the street not only ensures future generations of brainless zombies, but it causes vehicles to idle. See, do your best to take the trash, put it on the side, where it will- Hold my phone and my keys. Hold on. She went back out the street again. Now, now I do understand that under some circumstances, trash likes to blow itself back in the street. But do your best by keeping the trash on the side where it belongs. Wait a minute, is that a woman or a guy? Uh, so vehicles can continue to go through all throughout the world and keep the economy moving. Hello. Or let's face it, these trash don't a damn about anything. They're getting dirty to be out there. Have we had enough of this right now? Here's another one. Here's another protest. She goes out, middle of the highway. She just sits down, and she's trying to glue her hand to the street, as you can see. Like, she's putting a glue on her hand. Here comes the policientes, or whatever they're called. Here comes the police. Grabs her by her safety vest, because safety first. So I'm going to glue myself to the middle lane of a high, four-lane highway, and uh, I got my safety vest on. Cop grabs her by the, the vest, drags her off. What kind of is that German? What language is that? Uh, uh, what language is that? Uh, let me see. Duchess says, You approve girl on girl violence? Yes, I do. I, I approve of grabbing a woman by the hair and dragging her out of the street when she's protesting. I approve that message. I do. Absolutely. Nick says, it's not called Smear the Queer anymore. It's called Smear the Closeted Podcaster from New Jersey. <laughs> Out there, you, Nick. Nice to see you. So uh, she's uh, she got dragged off by the police. Now that they're clearing her shit off the road. Uh, that's, I'll, I'm no quitter. I'm going to head back out there again. Here we go. Get off the road. This is a point city. I'm very I think that's German. I don't know. I have no idea. 
Okay, so to me, I say, you know what they need? Pepper spray. Pepper spray. They want to sit on the road like that. You just go by, hit them with some pepper spray, some bear spray, and they'll get off the road all by themselves. That's all. Just hit them with a little bit of bear spray. You want to sit there, you you know, want to protest about oil? Hit them with some pepper spray. See how just see how committed they are to the whole situation, as far as as being a protester. You want to protest? You want to be on a sidewalk? You want to hold signs? You want to do something like that? That's fine. You go out in the middle of the street and stop people from getting where they they're going and and hold up everything. I'm sorry. No. Mm-mm. Now, get them off the street. And again, these other countries, wherever they're they're at, uh, they have laws against protesting, you know, they'll, they'll rush your ass. Uh, Nick says, every Jewish audience member, just their butthole just puckered. What? Because I said, because why? Because I said, pepper spray them? <laughs> What's this other one here? Four Leaf, New Hampshire says, they'll put cow plows on front of trains for decades. Seems to work. Hey, hey, that's right. You know, there's people been killed, you know, going out in the street. There's one, I guess this was one when Black Lives Matter was going on. It's the middle of the night, and they're out there with their phones as flashlights or as, you know, lighters, and they're in the middle of the street. It's dark as hell. And they're walking out, and this car comes by and just plows into somebody, kills them. So, I don't feel sorry for, if you're going to go out in the middle of the street like this, as a child... We're taught, don't play in traffic. Cars can kill you. Don't go out and, you know, look both ways before you cross the street. These knuckleheads are going out there and gluing their hands to the sidewalk. Freak. I I don't feel sorry for them. I don't care. I don't care. I don't care at all. All righty. What else do we have here? Oh, here's some more noncompliance. Police officers in a fast food restaurant. And uh, there's some, some shenanigans going on. So he wants to, he tells the people to come over. Let's straighten this out. Let's get this taken care of. And uh, apparently they don't want to do this. Hang on to your hats. Come over here, I'll figure it out. So he says to him, come on over here, we'll figure it out. All right, he's got a gun strapped to him. I, I don't know where they're at. Okay, what are you going to do like, fuck? Last year I've employed him to you, so I don't want you to come down to the But come here. Right here. This is like when your mother and father tell you to come here. Come here, you. Don't make me chase you. If I have to chase you, you're going to get a beating. This is, this is that. This is that. Because for some reason, they feel that uh, they can run from the police and the police are not, you know, they're not doing anything. Whatever. I don't even know what's going on here. All I know is the police chasing these people for some reason and they've taken off and now what happens everybody's cameras come out this is like when your father's chasing you through the store or something and you know that once they catch you you're gonna get an ass beating right that's how it used to be in the 70s and the 80s if your parents had to chase you when they caught you, you were getting a beating. I mean, you were getting a whooping. Yeah, I know. Get on the ground. Well, looks like we're getting back to uh, 
Back to the 70s and 80s. Oh. This guy over here, this one cop is beat this. He's beating the shit out with a long stick. This is a this is a um, person be good speak stick right here. You don't be good, hit you with a stick. Get back. I'm a beast roll up there. I'm going to turn roll. I'll try to love you. I'm going to roll. No, fuck no. Now, I say this all the time. If this guy puts his hands behind his back and gets cuffed, he's not getting a beating. If this lady did not decide to run away, she would have been grabbed by the hair and thrown to the ground. They're going to jail. They are being arrested. It just depends on how many cops it's going to take and how much pressure they're going to have to put on this person. He's not resisting. Who, what, who says he's not resisting? I say batter up. This, I, th I, I think this should be allowed. This should be allowed when people, why should a cop, four or five cops, have to get hurt trying to wrestle this nitwit to the ground? Pike's over on uh, Rumble. He says, I'm not sure what language that was, but it translates to get the fuck off the road, you dumb cunt. Yes, it does. Wiley Wendigo says, just watch the trailer for Lady Bowers. Looks funny. Haven't heard of it. Thanks. You got Wiley Wendigo. All right, so we still we still got some beating to do here. Oh, fuck. He's not resisting. He's not, re he's not resisting. He can't, well, can't put his hands behind his back. There's two cops on top of him. What do you mean he's not resisting? I'm back there, nigga. I'm back there. I'm back there. Now, first of all, that's not a black officer. Why is he calling him that word? That's horrible. Miss racing him like that. It's terrible. He's still, he's still trying to get up. That's, this is not resisting with his red undies on. I'm back up. That's fucked up. Put the fucking... Now lay down, lay down, put your hands behind your back, you're going to get another one. This is like a Friday night at my house when I was a kid, when I wouldn't do what I was told. I don't feel sorry for this guy at all. The problem is we've let a whole generation get away with, with bad behavior. And this is what happens when they grow up. This is exactly what happens when, when you grow up. When I was a kid, if an officer told you, put your hands behind your back, put your hands behind your back. That was that. Grabs another one. There's another one. What the fuck are you doing? He's softening them up. Soften them up. Once you're in pain like that, you'll put your hands behind your back. You'll comply. When an officer tells you to put your hands behind your back, you're under arrest, and you resist arrest like this gentleman is doing right here, you're going to get a beating. And, I, and I'm sorry, but I, I think the cops are allowed to do this. If you don't put your hands behind your back and... Get arrested, and then when you get in there, you can figure it out. Go to court. You know, if something happened or whatever, get out of it that way. But once they tell you that you're under arrest, you're under arrest. You're going to jail. It just depends on how bad of a beating you want. Fuck you hitting the floor. He's on the floor. He's on the fucking floor. Because he's resisting arrest. What part of that don't you understand? So anyhow. I'm backed up, nigga. He's backed up. It's okay, so he's backed up. 
Now, you notice after he got beat up and beat with that stick that now all of a sudden he's got his hands behind his back. There you go. Now you're complying. Now you're not getting beat anymore. Now you're going to jail with your red underwear. So, yeah. I know people don't like the seasons. I don't want to see the violence. I get it. Get You don't want to see the violence. But this is what's going on out there. This is the behavior that we have to watch. Or, we, you know, this is maybe by showing people what happens when you don't behave and when you don't comply, that maybe people will comply. <laughs> Nick says, come on, man. The rules don't apply to the oppressed. This sounds very, real oppressive. I know. The oppressed. The cops are the oppressors. And that guy taking his ass beat was the oppressed. Absolutely. All right. You t- ready for an uh, elevator story? All right. So I got this story. This was jog- My memory was jogged by uh, Pepper, who's a friend. I saw this on Twitter. So here's a, uh, it's just a circuit breaker box, uh, all wired, wires all nicely done, all tied up. And I remember about the time when I was working in the elevator business, one of the things that we used to do uh, when I first got into business, I was in modernization department as an apprentice. So what we do is we tear out old elevators and we would put in new ones. And uh, when I first started, it's 1988, we were tearing out elevators from the 50s, late 50s, early 60s. So you would tear out the old stuff and then you put new ones in and then you have to wire them. So there was a, I mate, it was a uh, freight elevator and it was at the Barclay Hotel. What they did was they took two small elevators and they took them out and they took out the middle rails and all the dividing beams and they made one big service car. So they said to me, you're going to wire the controller. Now, this is the very first controller I ever wired. And I said to my mechanic, are you sure you want me to wire a whole controller? I've never done any of this like before. And he's like, you'll be fine. He says, this is what you do. He says, you take the wire, because the wires are numbered. They got little numbers on them. He says, and here's the wiring sheet. You take the number, and you put it in where it says it's supposed to be, and you tighten it down. And you make sure you strip it back, and you make sure when you tug it, it doesn't fall out. I said, all right. He says, I don't care how messy it is. Just make sure you don't make a wiring mistake. Okay, what do I know? So I just, there's a pile of wires there. And instead of cutting them and making them all neat like that, that is, I'm just looking at the wire. Where's that go? Okay, here. So when I got done, it was a fucking rat's nest of wires in the bottom of the controller. So we um, we get the whole thing running and everything's working. So I I think it was like a couple years later, I go back to that. Same, I was a mechanic at the time. They said that their freight car was out of service at this hotel. So I'm like, oh, I know that one. I wired that one. So I go in there. There's a note on the door. It says, whatever you do, don't shut the controller door. Whatever asshole wired this, I want to fucking choke him. So apparently when you shut the door, you sort of shit out. And, and this, I, I don't even know. I don't even know. It was 97 or 98 when I went back there again. So it was almost 10 years later. I don't know how long the uh, elevator had to sign on there, but I was the asshole that wired the controller. And to be honest with you, you know, like I said, I worked as an apprentice for six years. When I got done, my shit was tight. When I got done wiring, my controllers looked just like that. They were, all the wires were pulled. They were in there nice. You know, they were, they, you were very neat. 
And we took pride in that. You know, we took pride in wiring this stuff. So we were working at another building and I was, I guess we were the second team on the job. And the other mechanic says to the, his helper, go over there and wire that control or no, I'm sorry. We had to take, and they had bought wire, but it did not make it to the controller. So it wasn't long enough. So he says, all right, what we're going to do is we're going to go splice, take each wire, take one to one, wind it up, solder it so we can get it to the controller. So the kid goes, spends all morning, one to one, two to two. I guess there was like 48 wires in each traveling cable. So he does that. And then uh, he wires it all into the controller. And he's got everything all taped up. So they go, okay. So now they're ready to turn it on and to start the elevator. Then we turn it on every fucking fuse and the whole thing is, every fuse blows. So I was like, what the hell? What the hell is that about? He goes, oh, you must have shorted something out. All right, untape that and see what happens. So I go over there and I untape the, the thing he did. He took every wire, soldered them together, pushed them all together, and then just taped them. Not individually, just one big giant wire. So when you turn it on, everything's shorted the fuck out. So the mechanic comes over to me and he says, what's wrong? I said, well, he did not wire. I said, he wired everything and everything's right. He said, but you know, he never taped each individual one. He goes, what? So I go over there. So when we turn it on, the, the current actually welded some of the wires together. So we had to pull them apart, cut them, and then put them back together and then retape them. So he says, Jesus Christ, why don't you just take a little, why don't you take a metal trash can and wire nut them all together and put them back in it or again? Um, so that's elevator story number two. So this is my last one. I was probably almost ready to take my mechanics test. And there was a uh, fire in a building in Center City, Philadelphia. And the controllers were, I guess they were early. 1960 controllers and the, the wires had all burnt and melted together through the whole controller. So the insurance company would not pay to modernize, but they would pay time and material to fix them. So this is what you did. And I did this, I, I was working six, 12, six, 12 hour days. You sit there, you grab a wire from, from a relay, you follow it down until it got into this big giant melted pile. And then you would chip at it, chip, 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 until you could pull the wire out of the melted pile. And then you found out where it went. And then you took a wire, a new wire, and you put it on there. And you ran it down, ran it over, put it up there. Nine weeks, nine weeks of doing wire by wire, rewiring four controllers. Not just me, we had four teams there. Nine weeks. I can't even imagine how much money that would have cost. Instead of just buying brand new controllers and upgrading everything, they would mo the insurance companies would not modernize it, which would have been cheaper than to actually pay us. The you know you're sitting there and you're chipping, and then God forbid if the wire broke. Oh my God! Now what? All right. Well, here it is. Here. All right. What relay is that? What stud is that? What contact is that? All right. Where does that go? All right. Uh, uh, it goes over here. Okay. That's fine. Go over here and do that. But yeah, so there are my controller wiring stories. The reason I bring that up is because I came in here and I cleaned everything up and moved everything around here in the studio. And I took a video of it and uh, Dick Smacklemore Esquire, 
my uh, my lawyer. He says, man, I want to come over there and uh, take care of your wires. I want to tighten up your wires, run your cables and everything nice and neat. And I said, yeah, I know. I hate the way they look, but I haven't been able to knee all my knees since uh, 2007. So I guess I'm not going to, uh, you know, it's hard. It's easy getting down. Getting up's the problem. So that, listen, everything here works. It's okay. Um, I'll just probably get some like uh, curtains or something. I'm running around the table so you don't see them. But all right, everybody, that's the Daily Jamingo for today. Hey, let me just say something to you because I don't know if I'm going to do this every day anymore. I don't know. I, I still want to do it, but it it's a it's a chore. I'm not going to lie. It's a chore to do this every day and get this out. I, know, I, get, I get a lot of respect for people that do two, three hours a day just sitting here talking. Like even Eric Zane, as fucked up as I think he is, the fact that he can come on here, grab some stories, talk to the chat, and do two hours of a show. Uh, you know what? Props. Even though he's a moron. We'll see what happens. But uh, I will be back here tomorrow. That's Wednesday. And then Thursday, no show, because we're doing the Boomer Bunker on Thursday, 8 o'clock. And I'll be back Friday for the weekend. This week, uh, the Philadelphia Eagles take on the San Francisco 49ers. And you think the Bills fans are a bunch of pusses, crybabies. The San Francisco 49ers have been crying ever since they lost the NFC Championship game last week or last year when um, the Eagles knocked out both of their quarterbacks, their their quarterback and their backup quarterback. So they've been crying. Oh. So now they're coming into town on uh, Sunday. So I can't see the, and they've been chirping all year and the Eagles have been listening all year. So this is going to be a bloodbath on, on Sunday. I can't wait to see the, um, can't wait to see the, the game. It's going to be exciting. All right. Bob says time to go drinking and touching boobies. All right, Bob, get out there and touch those boobies. And then the Duchess says, go Niners. That's right. She hates Philadelphia. She hates Philadelphia because, I don't know, because she's a Steelers fan. And you know what? We're obnoxious. We're obnoxious fans. We we are not we are not to be trifled with. Uh, we're obnoxious, and we embrace it, and we know it, and we love it. That's, that's how fans are. Filthy Philly, she says. That's my co-host. She was a little upset she got... To, she got double teamed last night on the, the Boomer Bunker because we were talking about conspiracy theories and she was rolling her eyes and and uh, and she doesn't believe it. And I said, well, we'll see what happens. Yeah. To me, when, when you see things that happen and they don't make sense and I don't see how you can just explain away by just saying, well, I can't believe that the government, the government, I can't believe that the government would do that to their people. That's a good one. Yeah, it's tough. It's I, I tell you what, you would think that you have the Constitution is supposed to back you up and, you know, you should not be able to have this, uh, you know, the government come by and 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 take away your rights. But look what just happened with all this January 6th stuff. I mean, they're arresting people that weren't even there. They're arresting people that were that tweeted or, or messaged people that were there. They got arrested. They're going to jail. And 
these people don't have money to pay for lawyers and stuff like that. So they're like, okay, well, you can go to jail for 18 or 19 years, or you could take this plea agreement and go to jail for four. Well, fuck, four is better than 20. I guess I'm going to jail for four. Now that they've released all those January, no, not all of them, but a lot of the January 6th tapes that weren't released before, there's a little bit different narrative going on where the there were people attacking the cops and then there were uh, protesters that were there that were standing between the attackers and the police. You can see that on the January 6th uh, show on ABC. You didn't see anything like that. Duchess says Philly fans still suck. Yeah, that's fine. We suck. That's fine. Uh, I'm okay with that. We're passionate. We're passionate about our team. And um, and we're, uh, listen, we're one of the best traveling cities and fan bases uh, in sports. We go everywhere. There's been times where the Philadelphia Eagles and Phillies have taken over opposing stadiums. Sounds like a home game. It happens in New York. It happens down in Washington. Oh, yeah. I know. Deuce thinks that Pittsburgh are a better fan base. It might be a better fan base at home, but I don't know if you travel like the Eagles fans travel. Sorry. Just the way I feel. Uh, he's not correct. Deuce is not correct. Deuce isn't right all the time. Not. All right, everybody. I will be back tomorrow. Thank you for hanging out with me. Uh, go to my Twitter if you want to find out about the show. It's John Jamingo at, wait a minute. Well, yeah, John Jamingo on Twitter. And then also, there's a link tree in the show notes. Just go to the show notes. There's a link tree. Tells you how to find me. And, then, and all the other podcasts I do. Like a big dummy. All right. I'll be back here tomorrow. And uh, I'll see you then. That's it. We're just getting into it.